Welcome back to another Untitled Movie Review. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rohrbeck, alongside, he's allergic to tomatoes, but he is tomato meter approved, Eric Marchin. Happy belated Father's Day, Matt. Yeah, I mean, I guess sort of perfect timing uh, for this movie. I guess that's why they released it on Friday, I'm assuming. Right, yeah. Um, Yeah, today is the day after Father's Day for us as we record this. We're a little late. I apologize, everyone. We should have had this review out for you guys on Friday. But um, I had an opportunity to get my second um, COVID uh, vaccination on Thursday, (laughs) which meant Friday was literal hell for me so um we were gonna record in the morning um but i was feeling like complete shit um for friday and saturday which shouldn't scare anyone off i feel fine now it was just you know 24 hours of feeling like garbage and now i'm very excited to be um you know i saw um chris miller post uh, a co-director of you know uh 21 jump street and many other things producer of spider verse yada 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 um he posted uh vaxxed relaxed and ready to imax and i was like i love that <laughs> so you know i'm ready to when these theaters open baby i'm ready to go but that's you're why ready for are. m night Shyamalan's old yeah oh you know it buddy um but with this movie didn't have to go to a theater could watch it from the comfort of my own home so we apologize for the little delay but you know Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Happy belated Father's Day. And uh, we'll talk about, you know, Kevin Hart in uh, Paul White's Fatherhood, which is, like I mentioned, now streaming on Netflix, uh, starring Kevin Hart, uh, Alfre Woodard, uh, Lil Ray Howery, uh, DeWanda Wise, uh, Anthony Kerrigan, Frankie uh, Faison, Paul Reiser, um, and, and more. All your favorites um, are here. <laughs> You know what? Yeah, from the director of American Pie. Yeah, <laughs> you know, classic and about a boy. Um, I mean, like that's yeah. kind of the angle they're going for with sure. this one. It's not necessarily a raunch-filled teen comedy uh, compared to American Pie. It's more of a heartfelt dramedy uh, that's been in the works for a while. Like this is um, based on a true story and a memoir uh, by Matt Loglin, who. You know, as the story kind of begins, we see a single father having to deal with not only the loss of his wife um, in a very uh, abrupt kind of manner after childbirth and uh, sort of, you know, him coping with that grief and loss, but also having to raise a infant child on his own and not really being completely prepared for it because his wife kind of was Liz was the one who was really kind of ready for it all. And he was kind of there as the co-pilot to the situation. Mm -hmm. And so a little immature, a little immature, but not completely like, he's not like a Kevin Hart and like your caricature comedy kind of thing. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm a deadbeat dad or something like that. Or like, (laughs) you know, like it's not really a zany kind of movie. Um, you know, like you'd think like watching this or like watching a trailer for it, you think like, okay, well, like if this was made in the nineties, th- there would probably be like this added kind of layer of like, you know, comedy spoofing that feels like it doesn't really exist in the real world where like it's to be obnoxious or over the top. Um, but it's not, which is 
I think one of the stronger aspects and same thing with um, Kevin Hart's performance, which is mm-hmm. probably his best work to date as an actor, a thespian, yeah, if you will. I totally agree. completely. Um, yeah. But basically what it is, it's a series of vignettes where we see both, you know, Kevin Hart and the people in his life that, you know, around him, Alfred Woodard being his mother-in-law sort of uh, disapproving and, and thinking that, you know, he's unable to raise this child alone and wants him to move from Boston uh back to uh the south and sort of you know be closer to uh the family and things like that but it's a, essentially a series of vignettes and so it's 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 Kevin Hart bringing up baby and that's essentially the the pitch for this and while it's well meaning and and Hart's performance is is strong i kind of felt like watching this like it just didn't have any kind of lasting impact on me. And it kind of felt very smaltzy at times for the sake of being smaltzy and kind of feel good. And like, you know, the conflict is that, you know, there's the relationship between Matt and Marion and sort of, you know, them making a deal with each other and like, okay, if you screw up or something, you know, you'll move back uh, closer to us or, you know, the idea of him sort of navigating the dating world and the, the older that his daughter gets Maddie, you know, like sort of the things that he has to deal with as a father, but also thinking like, okay, what do I have to do? Like, uh, you know, as a full-time parent and then also working at this tech company that is asking a lot of me. And um, yeah, I just kind of, found it very middle of the road kind of vanilla um with a croatia reference in there <laughs> yeah i love the all the croatia references we're getting lately uh i don't disagree with anything you said but i think i liked it a little bit more than you like i was perfectly fine with everything that you're saying because i feel like that's all the movie is really kind of trying to be and i actually liked seeing kevin hart in something like this because like i'm usually not the biggest kevin hart fan again one of those guys that can be funny sometimes but i feel like has been put into that box where he you know kind of does the same shtick over and over and over and over again i mean i liked seeing him at the you know early in his career pot up pop up in little roles in you know 40 year old virgin or um you know scary movie um and and stuff like that but um i don't know like he's just one of those guys that i'm like not necessarily like oh shit new kevin hart movie um can't wait for that and and and, but seeing him in something like this that i feel like i i thought starts really strong and it's again a story that you know isn't it's a true story, an awful thing that happened to this guy that they based it on and everything, but isn't something that's necessarily like groundbreaking or totally fresh or, or new or something we haven't seen before, but it's essentially um, Kramer versus Kramer in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, there's tons of, tons of movies, tons of stories that are this exact same kind of concept, but um, I just liked kind of seeing Kevin Hart in this role and it is kind of, you know, subdued and I don't feel like it is very memorable and it is kind of just slight and it is kind of just, you know, not really that funny. Um, it's not incredibly emotional, but like it is still like it's just kind of it was just nice, though. Like, I don't know if I watched it at the right time where, you know, throughout the whole thing, I liked the young um, actress who plays his daughter, um, uh, Melody Hurd, I believe is her name. And I just liked their chemistry as a father daughter. And um, and 
I just liked seeing Kevin Hart kind of toned down and just playing this dad who's trying to take care of this young girl. And like, um, it was just kind of refreshing, I guess. And, and I think that's what carried me throughout the whole thing that I don't necessarily think it's a fantastic movie. And, um, but I think I just watched it at the right time was in the right mood for it. And I feel like for the audience that it's going for on Netflix, I think it's the perfect spot for it. Like it is another Sony uh, Columbia Pictures movie that did move to Netflix. And I think this is kind of like the perfect spot for it. Cause I feel like if you go in, you know, I think even fans of Kevin Hart will just go, Oh my God, this is nice to see him in something a little bit more dramatic, even though there's, I don't think necessarily, you know, anything that challenging in this movie. It's right. just, but it's the comedian showing his sensitive side in a movie, right? Like that's the yes. whole thing with this. Yeah. And I think that's kind of, you know what I liked about it. And I think he is charismatic enough and, and good enough in the movie that he does carry it throughout the whole thing. And you just kind of like seeing him that way. And, and at times it is funny at times it's sad. And, uh, uh that's a lyric from mad world. <laughs> like, uh, uh, Sometimes it's kind of funny. funny. Uh, I like, I don't know, even someone like Lil Ray Howery and, and Noho Hank showing up in this too. And like, um, Anthony Kerrigan. He, yeah. Yeah. Anthony Kerrigan. Yeah. And Paul, but, um, Paul Riser as well. Paul Riser in this too, as his boss at, at, at his job. And I don't feel that um, those supporting characters land completely though, because it no, almost but, feels like, okay, like they are caricatures or like you have Lil Rel Howery. Who's kind of like, they feel you know, like the, they're in a different movie. Yeah, sometimes. the immature and, best friend who is trying to kind of like get his buddy back out there and also like has his own weird hangups and things like that. And it just kind of feels like, okay, well, it doesn't really feel like rounded within the film that they're they're making within these vignettes or like we've spent enough time with these other characters to really care or like the awkwardness of Anthony Carrion's character. Like it just kind of doesn't really take shape the way that I think that like you know, the main focus of the film is, and that kind of hurts it a little bit at times, or even like the stuff with Paul Reiser, who, who I always like seeing. I mean, like he's always usually playing despicable characters when you think of like, you know, aliens and things like that. But like with this is it's, it was nice to see him kind of playing a likable sort of boss who again, you know, is, is still, you know, his boss and kind of removed, an asshole, uh, but, yeah, still. but it's still kind of emotionally <laughs> removed so yeah. to speak and like some of that stuff as well with like him bringing his kid to work it kind of felt a little bit like you, you know like a, a episodic television where it's oh, like oh it is and it is almost too cute that. sometimes yeah. and like I, I agree with all of that like it's trying to make you feel good about this whole situation of that he's doing it and like i get what the schmaltzy stuff everything you're saying it's just for some reason that stuff worked on me in this and right. i don't know whether it's you know, being in a relationship and at that age of like, you know, I, I don't necessarily think I, I, I want kids even, but like, it's still, I'm still at that age where, and it is still a discussion thing of going, do we want them or do we not? But like, and maybe that's too personal, but there you go, everyone. But, um, it's just seeing that opening sequence and I, I thought Hart did a really good job and uh, to set the movie off. And it, 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 I thought that was such a good emotional, you know, start to the movie that it carried it throughout that I was cheering for this guy throughout the whole thing. And well, especially actually, when everybody else around him is like, yeah, he's not going to succeed. And that's kind of like mm-hmm. almost driving him in a, in a way of, of spite on top of, you know, connecting with his daughter, because like at the funeral, at the beginning of this movie, you, you see like, you know, people saying like, he's just so immature, he's extremely immature. And like it, the idea that, you know, 
he even jokes when you know they're at the hospital at the beginning like that you know fantasy football game but like obviously he's he's joking at that point but there yeah. is this aspect of him that's like okay he is the second parent he's not the, the, he wasn't supposed to be the main parent he was the guy mm-hmm. that is like there to help or assist he wasn't supposed mm-hmm. to be sort of the focal point for this kid growing up and like even the idea of them sort of talking about you know uh Maddie going to this Catholic school that um, the mother wanted her to go to and sort of, you know, the, the dress code requirements mm-hmm. and things she like that. She wants to wear pants when they, and again, going to a Catholic high school and a Catholic school my whole life. Like I, I, I got that. And those are like the little things that I liked. And that's why I, I would, was cheering for this guy. And they are a little too schmaltzy or feel good throughout the whole thing. But again, I just, I was like, you know what? The movie sets that from the beginning and they're like, that's who this guy is. And he kind of sticks to that throughout the whole movie. And I kind of like applauded him for that and like, like that he stuck to his guns, but wasn't like, and there wasn't anything overly dramatic other than uh, obviously a horrible thing happens in the opening of the movie. But like, it just, it did feel subdued and it doesn't, again, it's not a movie that I'm necessarily going to like remember like, and go, Oh my God, that was fantastic. I tell everyone to watch fatherhood or I'll remember this for a while. It just was like, for me for the, you know, 109 minutes, just like, was like, Oh, that was sweet. And I was like, you know what? I like seeing Kevin Hart this way. Um, I liked this stupid, uh, like a uh, leprechaun cartoon that felt weirdly out of place, but I still laughed at it. Right. <laughs> and like, well, I mean, it's the idea um, that a kid is watching something inappropriate an adult where cartoon, the adult yeah. thinks it's just a, a cartoon. Right. And again, it's those cl- parenting cliches that I feel like we're not necessarily even the audience for this movie per se, but I feel like if you fall into that of either being a single parent or, you know, closer to, you know, Kevin Hart's age or, you know, thinking about having kids or had a kid recently. Like I, I I just feel like this will land in that perfect sweet spot that it's like pretty harmless. Like it's heart. Sorry for the pun is in the right place. And I just feel like it, it it worked for me. And I, um, you know, I kind of never laughed out loud, but like, was like, Oh, that was cute. Or like, Oh, I like seeing heart this way. Or I'm like, Oh, that's Croatia reference. Awesome. Right. <laughs> like, Lucky Jim is the name like of that. the leprechaun yeah. show as well. And yeah. yeah, I mean like it's, it's fine. I, I just think that like for me personally, I just found it kind of just disposable and like I, I could also give it a three, but I'm uh, you know, spoiler mm-hmm. alert, I'm giving it a two, but it's one of those movies where it's just like, it just didn't have really any impact on me. And like, even looking at my notes on, on the side here, like I didn't even write a page worth of notes. Like it no, was like, no, it I was like really. less than half a page. And, and like that, that tells you something where like the movie is, is very kind of light on substance and kind of oh, is totally. playing into your emotions more than your intellect, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's, it's not something that is all that, you know, memorable down the line. Like you'll probably think like, okay, like that's that movie that Kevin Hart was kind of showing his quote unquote dramatic range. Um, and you know, like there are scenes in this movie that are derivative of movies that I mentioned, like something like Kramer versus Kramer. There's a scene in this in fatherhood where the daughter is, you know, being picked on at, uh, you know, a, a place at jungle gym kind of thing. And she jumps off and, and really hurts her face. She gets a cut, a scar mm-hmm. on her face. And that's basically a scene out of Kramer versus Kramer where the kid jumps off the, or falls off this jungle gym and has this really nasty laceration near his eye. And, and, and Dustin Hoffman's character who's a single 
single dad literally rushes him to the hospital and is worried that he's going to lose his eye. And like, so, you know, there, there are certain scenes that kind of feel very much like they're taking them from, you know, the best of those kind of movies, which again is, is, is fine. I, I think the only thing that I didn't like about Kevin Hart's performance, and it's not even necessarily the performance itself, but it's more so Kevin Hart's persona outside of, um, you know, his, his, his movies is, is, his more of his standup than anything else. And sort of him being a very defensive comic when it comes to can- cancel culture, where, you know, he did at one point have a joke in his act where like, if he found out his kid was gay, he would mm-hmm. take a dollhouse and slam it over the kid's head. And mm-hmm. so like, you're thinking like, well, so Maddie- seeing, it seems like kind of phony for him to do something like this. Yeah. And, and like, especially when like-, like he's doing all the press rounds for this and talking about like cancel cult- culture being a joke. And now he's been canceled like five times now. Cause he was going to host the Oscars at one point and kind of back down from that after some stuff came out about him. But like, it almost feels like, dude, like, why not just say like, okay, you know what? I was immature. I was wrong. Like that. Yeah. You know, this shit, it, it, it happens, fair, and, yeah. yeah, and I and I've grown up since then. But he gets defensive, and it's not just him. There are other comedians as well, and other people that feel like you know this kind of woke society that we live in now is you know ruining comedy. But it's really not. It's just you know people change and grow up, and like that's there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like it, it's just admitting it is is being the bigger man mm-hmm. here. And Kevin Hart is still a little short yeah. on that, so. Because <laughs> he is short, um, but I got I got that, which is why I laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but 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 overall, like it's it's fine. It's just, and it's, I'm not a. I'm on the same page as it's fine. I it's think a I'm lifetime just, uh, movie that yeah. is well intentioned, and like again, like if you're looking at Paul White's, like Paul White's, yes, he did the American Pie movie, but since then he's also done a lot of these kind of smaltzy kind of feel good films and about a boy is like the pinnacle of like his best of and sort of bringing out sort of a vulnerability in mm-hmm. people like Hugh Grant. And now he's doing yeah. the same thing with Kevin Hart. Cirque so. the freak, the vampires. Oh assist. yeah. 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 Who <laughs> yeah. John C. Riley was very uh, emotional in that, but, but he can do sort of the, oh, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. intimate stuff and it's, it's fine. It's fine. I think we're kind of on the same page. I'm just more on the positive side of things and you're on. And I think that's I'm not totally even fine. necessarily negative. Neg- Negative, you're just indifferent. Yeah, like yeah, I'm apathetic towards. The yeah, whole thing. I, I totally get that. I think it just for me kind of worked. And if someone was asking me if it's any good, I'd be like, yeah, throw it on. It's on Netflix. Like I'm like, I don't necessarily. I'm gonna tell anyone to rush to go watch it. But if you're like, looking for um, a dad centric movie, then yeah, sure, sure. Happy Father's Day, everyone. Uh, three out of five for me. Eric's giving it a two out of five, um, which I think is totally, totally fair. Um, Thank you all for listening. Um, We got a lot of stuff coming up uh, this week and in the upcoming weeks. So um, on this channel right here on Untitled Movie Podcast, Movie Reviews. Fuck. God damn We have so many shows, Matt. (laughs) We have so many shows. Uh, We we got lots of Tribeca stuff. So Eric and I have been watching movies throughout the Tribeca uh, Film Festival. Um, We've been taking a different approach this festival of just trying to pile up movies that we've seen and then try to get as much done before they all expire and then put out the reviews you know the festival is now over but you'll be getting reviews still for the next little while so uh we have reviews for you know see for me catch the fair one uh italian studies uh right now but we'll also have reviews for uh 12 mighty orphans uh wolf gang uh werewolves, werewolves within, within not the related novice. to wolf gang <laughs> 
yeah um where wolfgang's within uh or who is actually wolfgang puck. Who, who has the puck um, yeah uh the novice uh roadrunner a film about anthony bourdain um as well as uh, uh, others as well um false and, positive we'll be reviewing and yeah more. and for our regular show when we do our next one which we um if you're listening to this now and you're not noticing that it's up we, we're doing something a little special this week that mm-hmm. will announce when it's done um but we'll go back to our regular format uh in the next week and sort of do a roundup of everything else we caught at the festival or or what we watched so you know we we still have plenty of tribeca coverage to come uh Mm -hmm. in in the next week or so Mm -hmm. totally uh also a review for uh disney pixar's luca which you guys can check out on this channel uh please go uh head over to our letterboxed hq uh which is untitled podcast all of our reviews our links to all of our stuff there are different episodes uh all of our social channels uh different ranked lists that eric and i have probably our best of the tribeca festival will be up there once we're finished with it um as well as other things so go check that out uh, untitled underscore cast on all those other social medias. Drop us a review on your podcast service of choice if you would be so kind. And as always, my name is Matt Rohrbeck. You can find more of my work around the internet, but mostly at untitledmoviepodcast.com. And you can follow me on all those social medias at Matt Rohrbeck. And I'm Eric Barchin. You can find more of my video reviews at rogerstv.com slash cinemascene and on the social medias at EM6211. Until next time. Two kisses for Maddie.